Hello and welcome to the SMP Podcast. Thanks for joining us for a very special episode. I'm your host, Ashley Cardenas, and on today's show, we will be interviewing Father Robert, our outgoing pastor at St. Mary Parish. Today, we'll be talking to Father Robert about his time here at St. Mary, his hopes for our church in the future, and his journey toward becoming a priest. We also have not one, but two trivia games for him. We have our regular Catholic list-off, plus a quiz on the slang that young people nowadays use. Finally, we have some special messages and questions for Father Robert that we received on our Instagram and Facebook page from listeners like you. It's going to be a great show, so stay tuned. Is it Wait, let me just try it like this. That would drive me crazy. Okay, take okay, take two. Well, uh, I uh, I'm Father Robert, and I oh, incorrect. <laughs> Coming to you from St. Mary Parish in Gilroy, California. It's the SMP podcast, your weekly dose of Catholic news, trivia, reflections, and more. Now here's your host, Ashley Cardenas. Today, in our first segment, we're going to talk to Father Robert about his time here at St. Mary. Father Robert has been a pastor at St. Mary for the past six years, and this July, he will be moving on to another parish in San Jose. When people change jobs or graduate from school, it's naturally a time to look back and appreciate the past. It's also a time to ask questions about the future. We thought this would be a good time to hear about Father Robert's fondest memories. Every year in the summer, priests all over the world move to different churches, but sometimes it's not super obvious how and why priests are moved around. We thought it would be a good time to ask some questions about how exactly priests are assigned to different parishes. And now we're going to welcome our guest. Welcome, Father Robert. We're glad you can join us for your first and sadly probably your last podcast with us. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> and we're very happy you're here. At the beginning of July, Father Robert will be leaving St. Mary because he has been assigned to Our Lady of Guadalupe Parish in San Jose. Father Robert, we at SMP Podcast want to thank you for your ministry here at St. Mary. We appreciate your focus on bringing communities together and on providing our youth with the resources they need. Oh, well, it's been a, a pleasure and a blessing for me to, to be here um, and to do whatever I have been able to do only because I've had lots and lots of uh, great uh, people on the team, the, the, the paid staff, and also lots and lots of volunteers who are very, very dedicated. You'll be greatly missed. Well, <laughs> thank you. Before we get started with our questions for today, it's time for the Catholic List-Off. Let's list Catholic things. Catholic List-Off. Catholic List-Off is a segment where we give you a topic and then you list as many things as you can in one minute. So you're only going to have one minute to name as many books of the Bible as you can. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. When do I start? You can begin in three two one um genesis exodus deuteronomy leviticus uh numbers uh first chronicles second chronicles uh samuel um ezekiel jeremiah isaiah psalms uh um micah uh, uh matthew mark luke john Acts, the uh, first letter to the Corinthians, second letter to the Corinthians, uh, um, the Ephesians, um, Philippians, first John, second John, 
Revelation. Um, uh, I, now I got to go back. Which ones did I did I skip over? Uh, uh, Five. Oh, four, um, three, two, one. Philippians. Well done. You just got twenty-eight out of seventy-two books of the bible in one minute you're so kind but you can go ahead and t tell the truth you oh. father robert you should have got a lot more than 28 should have got like 70 yeah but it's okay. got most of them, yeah <laughs> but i appreciate i appreciate the thought on today's show because you're moving to another parish soon i want to ask you about some of your favorite moments in your ministry and about your hopes for the church before we do that though i wanted to ask how are priests assigned to parishes What's the process for picking which priests go to different locations? Mm -hmm. There is a personnel board that is convened by uh, the vicar general of the Diocese of San Jose. Uh, there are several, I don't know exactly how many there are. There are priests and lay people who have some knowledge of uh, the diocese and what the needs are at the various parishes and they are the ones who begin working typically in December uh, of every year so that by maybe March they could uh, have those assignments um, ready, which, which entails a lot, a lot of work because there's not only um, the need to consult uh, the priest as far as where he uh, wants to go or maybe where he would, would not want to go and then consult the pastor uh, as far as uh, accepting that priest. Um, so there's a lot of legwork. Uh, it's very, very complicated. But anyway, that's, that's, that's the, the short answer is that there's a personnel board that does that. Okay, and it's all handled in four months? Pretty, pretty much. Sometimes it goes a little longer. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, typically by um, by April they have the list finished. Oh, okay. And as someone who attends church, I've never known exactly how priests are assigned to different places. I think it's helpful to hear how priests are assigned because it may might make it easier for us to say goodbye to the priests we have now and welcome new priests. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you think are a few ways we can help to welcome the new priests we have coming to St. Mary? Well, um be nice to them. <laughs> that's that's the that's the first way. Uh, yeah, I, I introduce yourself personally. Come up and introduce yourself. I, I think that's something that um, that would mean a lot after masses. Um, there's always some people that do that, but it'd be nice if lots and lots of people came up and personally told uh, Father Michael and Father John how happy they are that they're here. Um, just getting to know them, basically. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Uh, ask them out to dinner. Ask them <laughs> to their homes. Um, lots of, some some priests don't do that, but I think most priests do. Most mm -hmm. priests appreciate it, even if it, if maybe it's not, uh, it's not realistic because of other things that are going on, but mm -hmm. just the invitation, you know, to come have dinner with the family, I think, would be, would be really nice. Well, well, thanks for the advice. I hope your new parish welcomes you in some of those ways, too. Mm -hmm. So what are some of your thoughts on you moving to another parish? How are you feeling about that? I have mixed emotions about it. 
uh, on one hand, I am. Uh, uh, it, it's going to be uh, difficult. You know, there's going to be some serious sadness yeah. having to do with, with saying goodbye to lots, lots of people here, and, and, and certain people, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, on the on the positive side, I am going to a uh, a parish where. I'm not going to be the pastor. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and I am, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that as far as having finished my pastorate here at St. Mary mm-hmm. and uh, being convinced that being pastor is for a younger guy. He's got a lot, a lot going on, a lot of yeah. uh, moving parts to, to, to stay on top of and uh, it's a big responsibility, and I've enjoyed doing it to the best of my ability. But um, I'm happy to uh, just to focus on pastoral things, mm-hmm. uh, things that that I'm more interested in, as far as prayer groups and Bible studies, and mm-hmm. um, just being more one to one. Have more time to 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 be with people one to one. That that's I think what I'm best at, and, and I'm looking forward to doing that. That's true. Uh, the parish that I'm going to, <clears throat> can I say it? Is that, yeah, yeah. it's Our Lady, Our Lady of, Our Lady of Guadalupe. <laughs> uh, the rectory is a house in the neighborhood. The rectory is not oh. attached to the church. There are, there are, there are several of those uh, parishes that have that arrangement. Um, and I have had experience with one of them at Christ the King. Um, and I think that's, that's the way to go. I, I, you know, I think it's nice to have a place where you can go and have your own space and have some sort of a psychological or emotional disconnect just to go mm-hmm. home and um, relax and get rested, you know, for the for the next day. Okay, so your houses are further away from the church? It's a five-minute walk from the church. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I thought every and, church and, had... But I'm not going to yeah. tell you where. I'm not going to tell you the address. <laughs> we can't visit you, send you mail. <laughs> Well, I love those. One of the things I'll remember about you is when you would come to the youth groups and you'd always know everybody's name. And I found that really hard because sometimes I would forget the little middle schoolers' names. Mm-hmm. So I just, yeah. I think that's a great quality you have. You're very personal with people and like relational and that just allows you to like flourish in this community. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like the people in your n- new community that you're stepping into, will like they'll be really grateful that you've come. Thank you, Alice. <laughs> no, I know, I know so I'm kidding You're, it's Ashley it's Ashley <laughs> huh? well, we'll try to visit you at Our Lady of Guadalupe maybe even try to find your house <laughs> <laughs> no I'll tell you I'll tell you where the house is don't worry yeah what have been some of your favorite memories here at St. Mary what will you take away from the past six years at our parish I have to say that um, some of my um, uh, biggest memories come from funerals. They, they, uh, having to do with simply being blessed to be in this situation where you typically have uh, tremendous grief and pain. But at the vigil, services, uh, typically at Habings, at the mortuary, 
uh, I, I am regularly just, just absolutely amazed by what people say. People who come up and they want to share something oh. about their, their, their child or their, or their spouse or their, or their grandfather. And it's just so eloquent. Uh, it is so heartfelt and, 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 and true and sincere and it's not rehearsed. And it just sounds to me like, like you know, what, what a great homily might be like um, as far as having something to say. Mm-hmm. And, and it's typically you know, about you know, how much they love somebody, but mm-hmm. there's also messages about coming together as a family, getting over, you know, um, yeah, uh, getting over divisions that, that, are, that are, might be happening among the children or, you know, things like that. And just being in the midst of this um, spiritual place where people are coming together to share, share grief and so that nobody has to bear too much of it, I, I find um, very, uh, just a big blessing for me over, over the years. I thought I thought I might share uh, a memory that happened many many years ago uh, at Sacred Heart when I was a newly ordained priest. When I got a call in the middle of the night to go to the hospital because a uh, a baby had been born prematurely and the baby was dying, and I and I so I went I got there I I baptized the baby. It was just a little teeny thing. The um, there were doctors and nurses in the room and I remember one of those doctors telling me that this baby has no chance uh, that there's some something going on inside you know that, that, the, that the internal organs are, are, are not working that, that it's just really really sad and so I eventually uh, went home and uh, maybe maybe six months later a lady comes to the parish. She comes to the office and she wants to see me and I go out and it's the mom and she's got her baby and she wants me to see the baby. And uh, that was like just one of the most amazing moments of my, of my priesthood. And I see them uh, from time to time. I see both the mom and, and the daughter. She's, oh. she's maybe 20-ish now. Oh, yeah. Wow. So anyway... That story almost made me cry. There, it's, it, it made me cry when I, when I lived it. <laughs> <laughs> so many pastors have a vision for their parish. You did a listening campaign at the beginning of your time at St. Mary, and you have been doing some work to bring different communities together and even up to this year. What are some of your hopes for the St. Mary community moving forward? Um... I, the main hope would would still be that um, that people could come to uh, appreciate each other more. They, they already do. I think there's a lot of interaction going on, uh, but between the English and the Spanish speaking communities, I think there's still a lot of work to do oh, okay. as far as um, people uh, doing the the work. You know, it really takes a, a decision to say I'm I'm going to go to this event or get involved in, in this ministry, uh, mm-hmm. because doing that, I am going to be getting to know people that otherwise I would never know because they go to a different mass. Uh, they, and uh, I, I just think that that's sort of basic, you know, that mm-hmm. we don't uh, have the luxury of choosing who belongs to our, our parish. That's something that's already 
it's already decided that the, the, yeah. the people uh, that are that that worship here at St. Mary belong to we belong to each other mm-hmm. and uh, we're responsible for each other and we really can't say well I I don't understand that group or I don't appreciate that group mm-hmm. or I wish that group you know would would was different or maybe wasn't here at all it's just simply not uh, a, a, it's not possible uh, as far as a, a Catholic Christian community yeah I totally agree with that I think we should just try to set our differences aside and mm-hmm Mm-hmm. I have I have lots of hopes for the uh, festival in August. I know that there have been uh, leaders, you know, from all the different corners of the parish and the school, working on planning the festival for August twenty fifth, uh, the St. Mary's Summer Festival. Oh, last year? No, this year coming. Oh, this year. This year oh, okay. coming up. Yeah. Oh, there's been more planning, like between. A lot more planning this year oh, than wow. has been done for other years. There's going to be. Um, I understand even a banner hanging oh. over Monterey Road uh, to oh. publicize it. Um, yeah, and so I, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I'll be able to make it, but that—that oh. <laughs> uh, that would be my hope. That it would be really a um, a celebration of of everybody here at St. Mm-hmm. Mary. Yeah, I really the church and the school. Oh, and the school too. The school yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I hope we can make those things happen here. And what are some hopes you have for the whole Catholic Church? Oh, for the whole Catholic Church, you know, I'm very um, encouraged by the the recent news that Pope Francis gave permission to the Brazilian uh, Catholic bishops to talk mm-hmm. about the possibility of uh, ordaining married men. Oh wow! Yeah, for the uh, the Amazon region that. Um, is uh, in a situation where there simply aren't enough priests. And one of the ways to, uh, to have more priests would be ordain uh, leaders who are already members of those communities, but they happen to be married, they have children. And uh, this was something that could never, ever have been even discussed under previous popes. But now Pope Francis has uh, given the green light to at least talk about it. Um, and it, it just resonates with my experience in Jamaica. I was three years in Jamaica, and uh, that's a situation very analogous where you, you, you don't have local indigenous vocations to the priesthood. And uh, so the solution there is to import international priests like me from all over the world, uh, priests who typically don't have any experience as missionaries, uh, who really have a real hard time uh, understanding the Jamaican culture and the, the Jamaican Catholic culture. Um, and so they struggle as, as mm-hmm. instant leaders. It's really hard to do that, if not impossible. And that, that, that could be, uh, it's a situation that could be solved by simply ordaining the Jamaican uh, deacons, the permanent deacons who are already uh, leaders in their communities, who are already very, very respected, and they know, you know, uh, they're, they're men of faith. And um, uh, so it wouldn't be ordaining them. It would be some sort of arrangement where they could um, be able to preside at Eucharist so that more people could receive the yeah. communion. They could even just be alongside you for whichever priest was sent over there. Well, right. no, it would mean that there wouldn't there wouldn't be the need to import 
international oh, priests. Okay. If the if 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 the local men married men could be ordained priests, then that would mean that they wouldn't need to uh, import guys from Poland, from the Philippines, from Samoa, from Pakistan, uh, who, uh, as I said, you know, uh, and speaking for myself as well, we struggle because we don't know the culture. Mm-hmm. Now we're moving on to priest pick. Priest pick. Where the priest gets to tell us about something of interest to him. Father Robert, take it away. Okay. Um, I... I think what has always been of interest to me personally, uh, and maybe interest to of interest to other people, I don't know, is simply how I ended up being a priest, because I never uh, dreamed about it. I never thought about it. I never uh, planned on it until I was in my late twenties wow. and uh, entered the seminary in my early thirties um, after a career in, in construction. Um, but it's simply just amazing, amazing to me that my life would, would end up like this and I would be doing this. Uh, I, I always sort of had a, uh, a, a certain sense that I, I was supposed to be happier than I was when I was working in construction, when I was, um, uh, you know, doing things that I, I thought that I'd like to do and with people that I like to do them with, I had... I had girlfriends. I had uh, I had a, a car and two motorcycles, and did a lot of traveling. But but something wasn't right. Just something wasn't um, wasn't I wasn't fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So, and I share that mainly for the, for the benefit of of other um, men. Mm-hmm. Un- unfortunately, it, it still has to yeah. be men uh, right now who might uh, be at a time in their lives when they uh, are are searching for something else that they really mm-hmm. don't know what is missing in their lives. Uh, and, and, it, and it might be something like it was in my case, and it's just my faith that I had to recover and I had to to learn to to practice and to appreciate mm-hmm. and to cherish. and then And then after that, basically to uh, follow up on this crazy, crazy idea of, of maybe I'm, I'm supposed to be a priest. Were you really into your faith before you had the idea of becoming a priest? Mm, yes, but not for long. I was into it only for maybe uh, maybe a couple of years. I, I, oh. spent, I spent most of uh, my, uh, my 20s basically not practicing my faith. And then in my late 20s, I, I sort of had a, a, a gradual, not, not terribly dramatic, but it was, a, it was like a, a steady uh, conversion experience that brought me back to my faith and brought me back to, um, to the sacraments. And then after, after that, that's when it, it occurred to me that it maybe, you know, if this feels so good to be praying again uh, and to be going to Mass again, uh, and to be um, simply feeling close to God, then it, it, what would it be like if I was a priest? Then it, that would be even <laughs> better. Even better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Did you ever think about marriage before that? I did. Yes, mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then it just, you just felt that being a priest was more right? No, no, she didn't want to marry me. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Did you propose or... 
Kinda, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, I I thought I was proposing. Uh, no, you know, I, you know, I really did. Uh, How did it happen? <laughs> Please tell <laughs> me the story if you want to. <laughs> it was a, a relationship, you know. That's uh, <laughs> that got to a certain point where I. Uh, even though I wasn't really that sure mm. uh, that it really was the right thing, I I decided that I would. This is what I wanted to do. I wanted to get married. And um, it's a short story. I don't need to go into all the details, but <laughs> she she didn't. Oh. And uh, it was very painful. It was um, you know something that took a while to get through. But now as I look back, I I'm just you know amazed at how. It all worked out. It all worked out that that was somehow mysteriously, you know, God working in my life, uh, and 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 it, it it just was all supposed to work out like that. Yeah, that's that's crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it is crazy. <laughs> I I think that to myself a lot. <laughs> it's crazy. I didn't I didn't know actually. That I that I in fact wanted to be a priest. Um, when I was a seminarian, I was still exploring. I, oh. I I was still had lots of lots of questions and lots of doubts. And uh, over the course of my formation, I I was never ever convinced that this is in fact what was going to make me happy until I was ordained. And oh, yeah. then I was living the life of a priest, which was not what I expected. Uh, just like I think when people marry, it's not what they expect. It's something else. Mm-hmm. It's something uh, deeper. It's something more challenging. It, 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 and, and, and so uh, that's when I really, really found out for sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing is when I was, when I was ordained and started yeah, doing ministry. Well, I'm glad everything worked out the way it did so that you could be here today. Thank you. I'm glad too. <laughs> yeah. We started this podcast to answer questions that we all have about our faith, as well as the Catholic Church. Our first few episodes were related to the season of Lent, which you know as a season that is right before Easter. But now that Lent and Easter are over, we are moving on to other topics. Do you have questions about why the Church believes or teaches certain things? Do you want to hear more about a homily you heard recently? Are you wondering what our churches think about events happening in the world around us? Send us your questions to discuss on our podcast. We want to hear from you. The questions we have on our show all come from you, our faithful audience. So if you have ideas for a topic of discussion or a question you'd like to have answered, shoot us a message. You can find us on social media at SMP Youth, or you can email us at smppodcast at gmail.com. We hope to hear from you soon, and we hope you enjoy the show. For our next segment, Father Robert, we have a surprise for you. We posted on our Facebook and Instagram requesting for people to ask you questions and leave you a message. What a surprise. <laughs> yeah. That is a surprise. <laughs> it is? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> never would have guessed that. <laughs> well, okay. we're going to read the messages now, and there's a couple questions, so All you right. have to okay. answer them. All right. I'll do my best. All right. <laughs> okay. So from Ray, Ruth, Raymart, Christian, and Tammy on Facebook, they said, thank you, Father Robert. We will visit you at Guadalupe soon. Oh, that's <laughs> that's nice. I appreciate that very much. <laughs> Maybe they'll find your house. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> from Heather on Facebook, she said, please tell him that we will miss him and thank him for all of his years here at SMP. 
She also asked, who is she supposed to pick on now that you're gone? Okay, well, Heather I'm, is one of the people I'm going to miss very, very much. She's um, an amazing person and a friend, and I would say that she needs to pick on Father Michael. <laughs> He's the new pastor, and he deserves her every much as every bit as much as I did. Uh-huh. And from Jody on Facebook, we have a question. He said, "Thank you, Father Robert. We will miss you. Where will you be going next, and what will you miss the most about St. Mary?" Well, I'm going to Our Lady of Guadalupe. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I think, uh, um, well, one of the things that I will miss very much is getting into people's homes. Mm. Uh, invitations from time oh. to time to uh, have dinner. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, what do you mean? Like a burglar? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> to have dinner, to, uh, you know, to meet the family, to uh, just relax and just oh. see how, uh, how families are. You know, especially with young kids, mm-hmm. uh, just to see the, the, the kind of energy and, and sometimes, um, you know, stress that is involved yeah. with, with raising children. And, and I think that's where real, genuine holiness um, happens. And, uh, and I've been very blessed to, to be in, in, you know, in certain parishioners' homes from time to time to, mm-hmm. to be a part of that. And I'm very grateful to God for that. Well, I hope Jody hears that. And from Fuchila Fresheners on Facebook, we have another question. And it's, what's the weirdest thing that has ever happened to you during Mass? During Mass, the weirdest thing, uh, I I would say uh, a drunk guy. Uh, walked in the front door and he staggered down the the center aisle. Uh, I didn't know what to do because I saw that he was coming right for the altar. And sure enough, he staggers up the steps and he uh, he comes right up to the altar. And then he just leans on the altar. And this is while I'm uh, saying the Eucharistic prayer. And I really, really didn't know what to do. I, I, I was, I, so I just didn't do anything. And I just uh, kept, like he wasn't there. I kept, uh, you know, praying the Eucharistic prayer. And eventually he, he just turned around and staggered off. He, you know, went down the steps and down the front aisle and out the front door. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that is pretty weird. <laughs> yes. And God bless him wherever he is. I hope. That it, it, you know, it was some, uh, something, a positive experience for him. Yeah. <laughs> From Isef on Instagram, he asked, why did you become a priest? He has three questions, but you can answer that one first. But I, um, I became a priest to be happy. To be happy. Yeah, to be happy, <laughs> to, be, to feel fulfilled, to feel like mm. I, I was doing something with my life that, um, that I'm supposed to be doing. Mm. Uh, that's the short answer. Okay. And um, for his second question, it was, what was a defining moment in your life? A defining moment in my life? Um, you know, I'm going to say um, the, 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 the moment my dad was killed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, when I was eight years old, my dad was a Navy pilot. 
<clears throat> he died in a uh, in a in an accident. Uh, he crashed into the South China Sea, and I uh, I obviously wasn't aware that that had happened until several days later. And over the course of my life, it, it's been so so many years since then. But uh, I'm I'm actually still at my age in my 60s. I'm I'm realizing, uh, you know, what he meant to me. And, and, and even now, you know, dealing with um, the, the grief and the loss and uh, interestingly even just sensing that he, he is still very, very much a part of my life. And he is, um, <clears throat> that he is uh, praying for me and guiding me and uh, there with me all the time, uh, which is really neat. It's really, really um, uh, wonderful. Wow. Yeah. That's really nice. I had no idea. <laughs> and first, third question, it was, what music do you listen to? I, uh, I like lots of different <laughs> kinds of music. Uh, lately, I, I find myself listening a lot to Jerry Jeff Walker. I have no idea who that is. Jerry Jeff Walker? <laughs> what? Alice. Alice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ashley, uh, <laughs> Jerry Jeff Walker, he's probably known uh, best as the guy who wrote the song, Mr. Bojangles. Remember? That Knew a man, a Bojangles, either. and he danced for you throughout the South. Yeah. You never heard that song? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Um, he, a country western guy. He's probably in his 70s now. Oh. Uh, he was uh, one of the outlaws back in the 70s with Willie Nelson and Waylon Jennings. Um, and uh, so it's country, you know, kind of pop country, I oh, guess is what okay. you'd call it. Yeah. Oh, have you heard Old Town Road? I, can you sing it a little bit for me? <laughs> it's a rap song. Oh, <laughs> well, I've heard every rap song there is. Oh, then you'll be except that one. Except that one. <laughs> except that one. That's not Jerry Jeff Walker. Oh, I like it. He likes it. That's Little Nas X. Little Nas X. Yes. Have you heard of Billy Ray Cyrus? Yes. Then yes. he's in that song. Oh. So you, you might like it. He sings in the yeah, song? Yeah, he says, I got a get brand new guitar or something like oh. that. <laughs> Just listen to the song. It's probably better because okay. I okay. can't sing it. <laughs> yeah, and you listen you to Jerry Jeff Walker. Jerry F. Walker. Jerry Jeff <laughs> Walker. <laughs> Jerry Jeff Walker. Yeah. That's a tongue twister. Uh -huh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and... Our next question. So from Chief on Instagram, actually, it's not a question. He just wants to let you know that you're the man. Oh, I appreciate that <laughs> from Chief. Thank you, Chief. <laughs> and our last little comment was from Christina on Instagram. And she said, who will you miss the most? And she says to make sure you say it was that you miss her the most. Christina? Who's Christina? <laughs> Uh, no, I know who Christina is. Of course <laughs> I do. Yes, I will miss Christina very much. She's 
Uh, she's a BFF. And yep. yes, Girls night out. Yeah. And, uh, and I have another BFF also that is, uh, her name is Vanessa. Oh. So they are the, they are two people that I will miss very much. Aww. And, um, uh, but you know, we'll still stay in touch. <laughs> yeah. And that concludes this segment. Thank you. Oh, well, you're very welcome. <laughs> We're coming to the end of our show now, but before we go, we're going to have a pop culture quiz. Mm, yay. yay. Okay. <laughs> so Father Robert is a master of slang. We know that he's well-versed in the lingo that the youths of today are using, right? Yeah, uh, very much so. I'm, yeah. I'm down. I can <laughs> dig it. I'm, he's always yeah. picking up new phrases from the youth and from his nieces and nephews. So Father Robert, we're going to test your knowledge of slang. Mm-hmm. You have to try to get as many of these questions correct as you can. Are they going to be multiple choice? Okay. Yes. Oh, good, 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 good. They are. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. All right. For question number one, define the word Gucci. As in, I'm sorry, we Gucci. Does it mean it's all good or, oh, it's on now? Um, it, I'm going to go with A. It's all good? It's all good. You are correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. Correcto mundo. Okay. Question number two. Define goat. As in, Carlos, our youth minister, is the goat. Is it geek of all trades or greatest of all time? Oh, it's the greatest of all time. Oh. Yeah, because you, you a compliment. tipped me off with Carlos. There. <laughs> yeah. oh, For question number three. Define extra. As in... Those cupcakes are so extra. Does it mean those cupcakes are too many calories or she really went over the top with those cupcakes? Oh, she went over the top. Come Whoa, on. Whoa, yes. ding, ding, ding. Three correct. I am so extra with this quiz. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We still have a couple more questions. So number four, okay. define lit as in that party was lit. Does it mean that the party was really disastrous or does it mean it was an awesome party? <sighs> oh my gosh. It mean it was a great party. Lit. Oh, that's that's the best. Ding, ding, that's ultimate. Correct. It's dope. You're on fire today. <laughs> For question number five. Five. Define good look as in thanks man, good look. Is it a word of pre- of appreciation or is it a way of recognizing when someone else has a nice outfit on? Um number uh, b has to do with an outfit eh, what uh, of appreciation. i know i was just just i was just checking you guys oh. make sure that you know i actually didn't know that <laughs> <laughs> for question number six ooh, define savage as in your vacation was savage does it mean wild and untamed or does it mean amazing and incredible hmm savage uh i would guess it means amazing and incredible wow, correct a lot of people mm-hmm. use that word nowadays mm-hmm. <laughs> and for number seven define the word basic as in that sweater is so basic does it mean simple and neutral or does it mean overdone everyone has that same sweater everyone has that same sweater oh okay okay that was correct <laughs> for question number eight define salty as in she tried to explain, but she was too salty. Is it too dehydrated or cranky and upset? Cranky and upset. Okay. These correct. are too easy. <laughs> My gosh. 
Carlos gotta, could get these right. <laughs> we got to step up our game next time. Yeah. Well, your final question. Let's okay. see if you get almost all of them right. It's define roasted. As in that kid got roasted. Does it mean he got made fun of? Or does it mean that he got to have a roast for dinner? He got made fun of. <laughs> Correct. So you and only that know. roasted, that comes, that's from like the 60s. Really? Yeah. Yeah. This oh, we brought it back. You, we, I'm glad you did. It's a good word. <laughs> well, you got eight out of nine, which is pretty good. Pretty, mm-hmm. pretty good. So you're in touch with the slang of today. Thank you. You're I, welcome. That's encouraging to me to know that. <laughs> And that brings us to the end of our show. Is there anything else you want to say? Um, I would say that I, uh, as I leave St. Mary, I am just so amazed and grateful for mm-hmm. my time here. I can't express enough how, uh, um, how, how much I have been blessed by people around me, uh, people who work, people who do things, people who organize things, uh, whether they are on the team, the paid uh, mm-hmm. staff, or whether they're volunteers, uh, just um, incredible, the dedication and the time and, 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 the, uh, and the faith and the love you know, that, that, that they have um, um, y- with which that they've lived out their faith. And, and mm-hmm. when these things happen, when... Uh, there are people who are really, really competent and dedicated. Yeah. Uh, I look good. And, and people <laughs> even say to me, Father Robert, oh, you know, thank you so much for, you know, for what's been going on here and the things that have changed here at St. Mary. And I have to, I have to, I say thank you, but I know that I didn't do it um, <laughs> or, or I didn't do much of it. Um, my, my, philosophy as a leader here at St. Mary has been mainly uh, get out of the way, stay out of the way. When, when, when someone comes up with a, mm-hmm. uh, with a plan or an idea or, or, or some ministry, um, some project to uh, facilitate that, help them get it done. Um, and, and so that's what, I, that's what I'm grateful for as I leave St. Mary. Well, well we want to thank you. And we will miss you very, very much. And I just really want to thank you for talking to us about like all the things that have happened in your life and for being vulnerable in this podcast. And we appreciate the time you spent with us and the time you spent in your ministry here at St. Mary's. You're welcome, Ashley. And that's a wrap. He didn't call me Alice. Thanks for listening to the SMP podcast. We want our podcast to answer your questions about the Catholic faith. So if you have any questions you would like us to answer, let us know. You can send us an email at smppodcast at gmail.com. You can also fill out an interest form on our website, which is smpgilroy.org slash podcast. If you want to stay up to date on events at St. Mary, you can follow us on our Instagram at smpu. You can also find us on Facebook as St. Mary Parish Gilroy. If you want automatic updates for new episodes, subscribe to SMP Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcast. Signing off from the garlic capital of the world. See y'all at the Garlic Festival. I'm your host, Ashley Cardenas, and I'll see you next episode.
Hello, this is Father Robert, and I approve this message. <laughs>